everybody, this is The Week in Wrestling. It's a new podcast we're doing at the Fight Site where I'll be kind of just going through the uh, most important things in the sport of wrestling this week um, to sort of guide you through uh, sort of being a wrestling fan. Following wrestling, it's not always easy with, you know, there's college, there's international, there's so many different streaming platforms that these things are on. Uh, And it's especially difficult this year because... Uh, Things are changing very fast. Everything's very condensed and concentrated. There's still these pro cards going on uh, in addition to the college season. Um, So this is going to be kind of the the weekly highlights, the the best upcoming matches, sort of like on an MMA podcast. You might preview, you know, the, the top few fights on the UFC card, and then if there's a big Bellator or... Ryzen or one card, you might talk about that too. And then recapping the highlights of the past week. Uh, so, this past week in uh, college wrestling, there were a few really good duels. Uh, one of the big ones was Pittsburgh against Navy. Uh, it, it was a very competitive duel from start to finish. Uh, it had a had a lot of really good individual matches. Uh, Cole Matthews versus I think Cody Trebus Tribus. I don't know. Uh, it was two kind of top ten, or top twenty, maybe in the ten to twenty range nationally. Wrestlers Matthews um, took an early lead and Tribus kept uh, attacking, but he couldn't score. And then he finally got it late in the match. And then there was a uh, Jake Wenzel against uh, Tanner Skidgel. And that match had a lot of really good mat wrestling, um, especially from Wenzel. Um, his um, uh, leg riding, his mat returns were really good. Um, and that, that was kind of the swing match in the duel. Uh, that whole duel is on ESPN Plus if you want to watch the replay. Uh, there was also apparently on ESPN Plus, but I was not able to get it. Um, it's, it's some kind of deal between ESPN and the ACC network. Uh, and I was not able to watch it, but other people were. Uh, there was a duel between Virginia Tech and Campbell. The, uh, the big match in that one was uh, Bryce Andonian against Dean Heil. Uh, very back and forth. Final score was uh, 12-9 for Andonian. Uh, there was also a great duel between uh, North Dakota State and Oregon State on flow wrestling. Um, and this one really, I think, showed how fun duels can be, in addition to the pit one. The way it was it was really back and forth. It came down to the last match, the heavyweight match. Uh, a match that on paper was not super close, but... Uh, partly because Brandon Metz uh, for North Dakota State is kind of a wild man, and partly because uh, Brian Barnes for Oregon State really stepped up to uh, try and get his team to win. Uh, that match went to overtime. Uh, Metz ended up winning. Uh, North Dakota State won the duel. And uh, you can watch the replay of that one on Flow Wrestling if you want. Uh, this week upcoming, there's some good stuff. Uh, college, we have um, some kind of try thing with uh, Missouri, Central Michigan, and Wyoming. Uh, 
I'm not sure. And uh, for, for watching these things, you can go to um, theopenmat.com. It's a wrestling website, and they have a streaming guide where you can, it'll tell you where you can watch all the college wrestling for a given week. Uh, but those are three good teams. There's also uh, Oklahoma against Arizona State. Uh, I don't know where that's going to be streamed, but it probably will be somewhere. And the 157 match there is Ja'Cory Teamer for Arizona State, who is very good but inconsistent. Wrestling against Justin Thomas for Oklahoma, who actually beat him last year. There's also the uh, Big Ten season is starting. They did not wrestle last week. Uh, only some of the teams are wrestling this week. But it's it's the, the number one conference in college wrestling. There's a lot of really good teams and really good wrestlers. Uh, Michigan against Rutgers is a good duel. Uh, Nebraska against Minnesota as well. Uh, Nebraska has a bunch of interesting lineup battles, uh, especially at 141 and 49. And so it'll be interesting to see who they send out for that duel. Um, but there's not a ton of great college wrestling this week. It's it's a good week, but I think it's sort of overshadowed by the international styles. There are two uh, cards. They're both on flow wrestling. Uh, the first one was apparently going to be on Rockfin at one point, and there were some negotiations, and it ended up on Flow. Uh, but Kyle Dake is wrestling for the first time in about six months since he beat Frank Chimizo. He's wrestling David McFadden. Um, McFadden's a guy I've really liked the last however long it's been since his college career ended, nine months. Uh, he's He's gone up in weight and looked a lot better. He's taken a lot of shots. He's a little bit overmatched against Dake, but I think uh, he's a guy to keep your eye on, David McFadden, uh, training at the Penn RTC. Uh, Yanni Giacomahalis, uh is a very fun guy to watch. He's wrestling Anthony Ashnall. Uh, and Gabe Dean is continuing his kind of uh, comeback from retirement. He at one point made it sound like he was just going to do the flow tournament back in October or whatever, November maybe, uh, but he's kept at it. He had a match with David Taylor that was much closer than I thought it would be. Uh, the score of that was 6-2, to two. Uh, and I thought David Taylor was just going to completely wipe the floor with him. So it seems like Gabe Dean has really taken it seriously, and he's kind of getting back into form. He's... he's Timing and his um, his attacks are much better than they were back at Senior Nationals. He actually won that tournament, but I didn't think he looked good. Uh, since then, I think he's been doing a little bit better. He's wrestling Mike Machiavello, who is a little bit bigger, a little bit less credential, but a guy who was late to start wrestling in life and um, has basically been getting better even after college. Uh, and then the uh, flow thing, they they don't name their events, which is stupid. Uh, so you just have to call it the Burroughs versus Taylor card or the whatever whatever thing. Uh, but the the headliner is Jordan Burroughs versus David Taylor. Uh, that's a, a really good match. It's the kind of thing you don't always see or didn't always see in wrestling, where you know you have guys moving around weights and stuff to create. Um, a match people want to see. 
you know, because the, the competition of structure of wrestling is all about winning tournaments rather than promoting individual matches. And so it is cool to see um, that's starting to change where they're able to put together matches like this. Uh, we're doing a, a preview article on this at the fight site, sort of a, a round table type of thing. So I don't know what's going to come out first, the article or this podcast, but um, keep your eye out for that um, because it means I don't have to talk too much about the match right now. I can move on to the next one, which is uh, Adeline Gray versus Tamira Mensa. Um, also a match of two world champions. The, the Burroughs Taylor, if, if you don't know, they're both world champions. Uh, Gray versus Mensa, uh, women's match, uh, 76 kilograms. Uh, Gray, Gray is a uh, multiple-time world champion at that weight. Tamira Mensa uh, is a world champion at 68. She's moving up to wrestle Adeline Gray. Uh, I think Gray will probably win. I have not watched a ton of tape on it. Um, I think she's probably better and she's also much bigger. I would love to see Tamira win it, but I don't think it's going to happen. The, uh, the, the whole card is really good, but a few um, kind of interesting or unusual ones that stand out to me. Uh, Nashon Garrett versus Joey McKenna. Uh, so Nashon was going to go 57 kilograms. He made a world team in 2018 at 61. Um, and he, so he, he had been wrestling at 57, and it looked like the weight cut was really slowing him down. He didn't have any pop in his legs, and um, that's kind of how he scores. Is his, his best attack is a double leg, and he, he's also got a good single, but it, he's, he's a speed-based wrestler, uh, and with no drive in his legs, he couldn't really make that work. So he... he has given up on getting down to 57 for the Olympics. He's going to 65. He's wrestling Joey McKenna, who is already at 65. Um, probably a second-tier guy at that weight. He's behind um, Yanni, Zane, and Jordan Oliver. But he's um, a guy that could challenge for you know fourth, fifth on the ladder. He had a win over Yanni uh, in... 2019 at uh, Senior Nationals, but hasn't been great this year. I think I favor McKenna in that match. Um, you know, he's he's full size for the weight. Um, he he controls matches pretty well in terms of keeping guys um, basically staying in position as he works his way forward. Um, he basically doesn't come out of stance too much. He doesn't bring his hands up too much, and he looks for his chances to jump in on a leg. And Nashon takes so many fakes. Uh, he, you sometimes, you step in hard and you leave that leg open to be shot on. Uh, Garrett also has some weaknesses sometimes on bottom, getting turned, and Joey McKenna is good on top. Um, but. Garrett is, you know, a good wrestler. He has a good double leg. He has a good single leg. 
Um, and, you know, maybe he, he's able to draw out McKenna's face and get McKenna to step. Um, and it, it'll just be a good, um, a, a good uh, measuring stick for Nashon to see how he stacks up at 65. Uh, Emily Shilson against Aaron Golston, uh, women's 50-kilogram match. Um, Shilson is, you know, on the rise. She is like 19 or something. Uh, she was a cadet world champ. She's wrestled a lot uh, this fall and winter. Um, she was really impressive at Beat the Streets. Um, I, d I did a, a preview article for that one where I said she's good, but I'm worried about if she's going to get pushed around, and that did not happen at all. She <clears throat> she just completely destroyed her opponent there. Aaron Golston is a wrestler that I always feel like should be doing better. Um, it feels like she hasn't really reached her full potential yet. Um, so um, I'm looking forward to that match. I think both of them have really good upside. Uh, Matt McDonough versus Ethan Lezak is just a very weird match. Um, McDonough hasn't wrestled in like five years. Um, never really did much in freestyle. He was a good college wrestler and then kind of was done. Lezak is, um, he was, he was mostly a mat wrestler in college, which doesn't usually translate as well to freestyle, but he's, he's really making a go at freestyle. He's, um, he's been up at 65 for the Olympic year. I think he wants to go back down to 61 and he could be a tough guy there. There's um, a lot of other matches, too. Uh, Jaden Cox will be wrestling. James Green will be wrestling. Um, they're both probably going to win easily. So I didn't feel like getting into those matches. Uh, but the, the entire lineup on that flow card is really good. I'd highly recommend you watch it. Uh, that is all for this week. Next week I'll be recapping some of those matches and previewing the stuff that's going to be happening next weekend.